When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. In the decade of the 2020s, even the great cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul were not spared the woes of contemporary life. And at times of fear and confusion, the job of entertaining the public was the responsibility of My Talk 1071 a great metropolitan radio station whose reputation for laughter and giving back to the community had become a symbol of hope for the Twin Cities. My Talk 1071 presents Jason Matheson, Alexis Thompson, Holly Roberts. Jason and Alexis in the morning with Holly Roberts. Good morning, everyone, and welcome to Jason and Alexis in the morning, hour three. Live on my talk 1071 and live streaming on your phone, on your computer, or on your home device that is 100% spying on you right now. I'm Jason Matheson yep. along with Alexis Thompson and Holly Roberts. Coming up, we have M.I. the Hat, and then Holly has the full-size dit lit. Mm-hmm. Alexis is going to tell you how Hugh Grant went all Christian Bale. Yeah, we're going to start mm-hmm. using that. I did a Christian Bale. I did a Christian Bale. And I have news. Holly just gave some news on different TV shows. I have Dish on Full Swing, that golf docuseries that's a huge on Netflix. Um, I'm watching more, too. Am I liking it as much as I uh, liked it before? All of that yeah. still ahead. So Okay. Uh, but right now, get ready to join the conversation. It is time for Am I... Am I wrong? No, you're not wrong. Am I wrong? You're not wrong, Walter. You're just an ass. Am I wrong? Am I the asshat? Okay, here we go. This is from the popular Reddit thread. Uh, Am I the blank hole? We pull the best and we debate it. So here we go. Am I the ball hole? (sighs) For not moving my music room. Mm, Here's the story. To start off, I live in a two-bedroom apartment. It's for low-income families, but at the moment, it's just me. I'm a music student with both bass and drums. I use my furthest bedroom as my actual music room where I practice. The way the floor plan is set up, the apartment to my left mirrors mine, but the one to my right is opposite and only one floor. I've lived here for the past six years and have gotten along with all of my neighbors throughout these years. Last month, a new couple moved in to the left. Uh, They left apartment with a newborn. Maybe a week old at that point, so now a month. I'm unsure how they had it set up for the first two weeks, but uh, but two weeks ago, I was practicing on my drums 
and was interrupted by a pounding on the door because I woke the baby up from a nap. I apologized and double-checked that my soundproofing, uh, and he puts in parentheses, padding that I had installed, uh, and I, I checked it and found no gaps. The sound is muffled but loud enough to be heard in the mirrored room, but nowhere else in the other apartment. I know that for a fact based on the guy that lived there before. A few days later, it happened again. While practicing, I noticed I could hear the baby crying almost perfectly. I got in a screaming match with the husband, and we got into uh, we got the apartment manager to come and settle it. Mm. Turns out they th- it turns out that they put the kid's crib right on the other side of the wall that we share, where my drums are set. The couple said that this was the only room with the amount of natural light that they wanted for their baby. They told me to move my room that I used for music, and I agreed as long as they footed the bill for the installed soundproofing. And they called me an a-hole. Now they have been calling in nonstop with noise complaints. Uh, Now, he did put an edit to say the couple actually agreed the only room they could hear the drums in was the one room with the baby. They couldn't hear it anywhere else. However, they like the lighting in that room, so they're not going to move their baby. The neighbors on the other side were surprised to find out that I even had drums. The only two rooms you can hear the drums are the ones uh, that share a wall, and it sounds muffled as if someone in the room with you was watching a loud YouTube video. Am I the butthole for not moving my music room? 651-641-1071. Alexis, what do you think? Wow, this is a tough one. Yeah. So they had the apartment manager come and talk to them. I'm really curious what that kind of what happened well, there. Well, obviously it was not settled because yeah. the neighbors are continuing to complain about this. Oh my word, and his room has been there that long. I mean, I feel like there could be a better solution. Maybe they're both asshats. To a certain degree, <laughs> uh, could they come up with a, a schedule of when the baby's not napping, maybe? Can yeah, I because, can I say they're both asshats? Of course, Lex. It's your show, too. You're on the lease. Yeah. Or, or, part, um, or parts. Ugh, that I, is I know, tough. because there's there's so many layers to this. Because there's other a, rooms. Yeah, there are other rooms. You also have to think, okay, this guy was here first for six years. Yeah. So there's that aspect of it. The next aspect of it is the 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 guy with the instruments. He took the time and the money to soundproof the room, Mm -hmm. so it's not like he's a complete inconsiderate behole, right? You know what he he. So there's that aspect. Yep, he's had neighbors that haven't had a problem with it. Okay, on the other side, uh, you know, uh, the the couple does have a baby. Yeah. Um, you do have to feel compassion. That's hard all by itself. Ooh, that is the worst. Now, from a nap. they lose me with the sun thing. I'm sorry that the room's not going to have perfect natural light. It's a communal living space, and there is compromise. Yeah. You, may, you know what I mean? You may not be able to have perfect sunlight, but you'll have perfect sleep if you move the baby to another room. Well, or maybe that is, maybe the baby sleeps in another room, but that's the playroom. So the baby can still have the light. During the day when they're playing, because yes. you want it to be dark and quiet yeah. for nap time, this maybe the crib is somewhere else. This is hard. Yeah, it is. Um, Holly, before we go to the phone lines, I, I'm curious to see what you have to say. Yeah, 
yeah, like you guys said, Jason Alexis, this one's a hard one. Ultimately, I'm on the drummer not being the asshat. I I think that ultimately he's got a situation there. He's been there for a long time. uh, And the couple with the baby can make choices. And sometimes those choices aren't going to be the choice that's optimal. But that's kind of the deal when you're living in an apartment space. It's just like having I live in an apartment. And there are some things where it's like I'm not going to ask my neighbor to, you know, hey, why don't you move that because it's disturbing my X, Y, and Z. No, I kind of have to be responsible for making some choices in how I position myself. So, yeah. yeah. Let's go to the phone lines. Who do we have first, Holly? We're going to start with Sherry. Hi, Sherry. Welcome to the show. Where do you come down on Hi. this? I agree totally with you guys. He is not the asshat. He hasn't had any complaints in six years. Um, they moved in, and I'm sorry, but you know what? You take what you get. If you don't like it, get out. Yeah. Sherry, I'm loving Sherry today. Thank you, Sherry. Hmm. Who do we have next? Let's go to Amanda. Hi, Amanda. Welcome to our show. How do you feel? Hi there. I'm usually um, pretty in line with you guys, but I think I'm opposite on this one. If you live in an apartment, I don't think you should be playing the drums. (laughs) <laughs> oh, okay. No, I love but, it. I love you know, that you're... Yeah. Also, I missed the beginning, so I don't know how old the child is, but don't like, we want the baby's room darker in general? Like, isn't that what blackout sheets for babies are? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I mean... Yeah, the baby's a month old, Amanda. The baby's a month old. Okay. Yeah, you want that room dark? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's that... why I'm saying they're both a little bit... Ass Hattie. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. I love it that you just, I wanted, we want to hear another side. Thank you, Amanda. Mm-hmm. Let's go to Tony. Hi, Tony. Welcome to the show. What do you feel? Hi. I think that the people with the baby are the ass hats. Um, it sounds like an easy solution. Just move the baby to a different wall or a different room. Yeah, for sleeping. And they won't be able to hear it. I understand it's really hard for a one-month-old baby. You don't want them to wake up all the time. <laughs> yeah. I I still think they're the asshat about it. Uh, yeah. I, I'm leaning with you, Tony. Thank you so much. Who? Uh, let's give someone the last word. Who's that, Holly? Angel's going to give us the last word. Hi, Angel. You get the last word on this. How do you feel? Hey, good morning. I think morning. the couple is the uh, asshat because if they're so concerned about their newborn... Why don't they soundproof the baby's room if they don't want to pay for the musician's uh, soundproofing? Yeah. There, you know what? You just echoed a tweet that we got from Lisa Marie saying the same thing about the yeah. she, she as a neighbor, she doesn't want to hear a baby crying. So what's worse, drums or a baby crying? Exactly. Yeah. Thank you, Angel. Right. Wow. I think that I think the the umbrella situation is what Holly said. If you this is the the role of the this is the role of the dice. If you're living in an apartment complex, there is a give and take, and there is compromise. Mm-hmm. Now that does go in line with what our friend said too. Playing the drums. Mm-hmm. If you're in an apartment building, there is that question too. You know, I mean, yeah, maybe the you? maybe the compromise is you know when does the baby nap, and then I just won't play drums during those two hours. Yeah, you know, maybe that's part of it. Maybe if they got together and maybe stopped yelling at each other, yeah. you know, and had a calm conversation. Yep. Of, okay, when does little Billy or Esther, when does mm-hmm. baby Esther sleep? Yeah. Okay, uh, three to, 
whatever. I don't know how long baby Lex. How long do babies sleep? I don't know how long. Well, yeah, I guess with naps can be they're they're longer when they're younger. Oh, okay. So, so little Esther is going to sleep from three mm-hmm. to ten or three to six or whatever the hell the baby sleeps. Then, <laughs> that's a long nap. That's a long. I don't know. And then, so I'll play my drums when little Esther wakes up. Yeah, or or maybe nap timing to touch the parents, and and that's when the baby sleeps. You know, there's a pack and play you can set up in the other room. Yes. And then at night, you know, if he's not playing the drums, then then back into the normal crib. I mean, there's definitely they just need to talk to each other. Yes. Yeah. yeah Kim writes You've in, got mail. Welcome to parenthood. You are constantly having to adjust your expectations. Yeah. 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 That is the truth. <laughs> Lex, does that one hit home for you? Kimmy. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> Woo, no wiser words right there. <laughs> Yeah, you can't be. Uh, I'm not going to say I, I'm not a parent, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. I don't. I'm in a really good mood, and I want emails today. But yeah, um, when we come back, Holly Roberts has the full size dirt alert, and then a little bit later, what does it mean when someone says, "I did a Christian bail"? Alexis is going to explain with a little bit later. Stay with us, everybody. It's Chase Live for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Okay, you've been waiting for the perfect time to go to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. I have some information for you. Now is a great time for Skin Rejuvenation Clinic because if you are a new patient, if you've never been to Skin Rejuvenation Clinic before, you are going to get $100 off a service of $250 or more just by mentioning me. And if you're unsure of what services to get, you will get a complimentary consultation. The team will help you. They'll make you feel comfortable. It's private They're lovely. I love everybody at Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. And that's the thing. A lot of places now, I'll do Botox, you know, the the place next to, you know, Billy Bob's uh, gas farm. You don't want to go there. This is Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. I've been talking about them for 10 years. They are the best. Call them today for that complimentary consultation and mention me, Skin Rejuvenation Clinic. Donna Valentine here. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Welcome back to the show. This is Jason and Alexis in the morning. Thanks for being here. If you missed the show, don't worry. It exists forever in podcast form. Download a little bit later at mytalk1071.com. It's magic. It's really not magic. It's Alexis. So there go. There, boom. Uh, Holly Roberts is magic, and she has the magic headlines in the dead alert. Hello, Holly. Oh, hello, Jason and Alexis. You know, we're going to talk a little business news just to put this in perspective. Ooh, so Adidas. Like squawk box girl. I know. Watch out, Jim Cramer. Actually, no, you're fine. Don't worry about it. Uh, <laughs> Adidas. Adidas. So Adidas, the company, the sportswear mm-hmm. brand. Yeah. Uh, they're doing. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline some transition year business situationing. I'm just going to leave it at that, but I bring this up because Adidas is trying to figure out what to do with $1.3 billion worth of Yeezy sneakers and sportswear (sighs) after they severed ties with Kanye West last year. A billion dollars 
worth of merchandise is just sitting at Adidas and they don't know what the heck to do with it. Yep. Whoa. Flea market? Well, they said that they might sell it. They might then donate the profits to a good cause. Uh, you know, it, I don't know who wants to buy it. I think that that is a question for Adidas and they're trying to figure it out. You know what would be so cool is if they took they put out a challenge to fashion designers up and coming and they gave them the materials and they had to create something new from it. Oh, oh how cool some, would that be? Give it to drag queens. They'll figure out a thing. Oh my gosh, yes. Uh, that could be one of the challenges on RuPaul's Drag Race. Yes. Also, uh, I don't know if an organization like this exists and I'm not being flippant. I'm not being flip. I'm not being um, uh, sarcastic. Why don't they donate the proceeds to some sort of organization that studies bipolar uh, uh, effects, some sort of foundation? You know what I mean? And I'm not I'm really not being but turn it into a positive, turn a negative into a positive. And if we're just being blunt. Uh, if you donated to charity, boom, it's a tax write-off for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, I don't know. Well, that would definitely fall under their category of do something good. Yeah. So that absolutely would be in the realm of possibility for Adidas. But they're trying to figure it out. Oh, and then have a fashion show. And have a fashion show, I mean, and do something good. I mean, there are lots of possibilities. Alexis, I want you to fly to Berlin, and I want you to talk to the CEO of Adidas and get the ball rolling. Tell me when, baby. Talk to Bjorn. That's the name of the head of Adidas. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah Bjorn. We'll, we'll yeah. get Bjorn's number for you. Yeah, we'll get we'll, we'll you. hook you up with Bjorn. I'm going to talk mm-hmm. to Gon. <laughs> we're going to get him on the horn. I'm He's going to hook me up. Oh, we're going to ask God <laughs> yeah. tomorrow. We'll yeah, we're going to ask for, God yeah. for the contact <laughs> info. Uh, the big story uh, on the latest issue of People Magazine is the Presley family drama, the fight over Graceland. This is their big cover story this week, and they're dishing some dirt about how all things were not well in the Presley household, even before the passing of Lisa Marie Presley in January. Uh, Sources say over at People that in the weeks leading up to Lisa Marie's death, she died on January 12th, that she and Priscilla, while they seemed close... They were barely speaking and that their relationship had been fractured since Lisa Marie divorced her husband, Michael Lockwood, in 2016. That doesn't surprise me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Doesn't surprise me. Yeah. And that Michael showed up to Lisa Marie's memorial, you know, under the guise of maybe perhaps being the chaperone to their two twin to their to their children. And he wasn't going to get let in until, uh, you know, Priscilla maybe had something else to do it, you know, because mm. according to sources, the last thing Lisa Marie would have wanted was for Michael to be there. So Priscilla wow. was the one who allowed Michael Lockwood to attend that memorial service. It is not, it, there is drama. There is drama. A lot of it makes sense now that she's willing to sue her granddaughter. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm also thinking back to the press surrounding Elvis, the movie. Mm. There weren't a lot of joint opportunities with Lisa Marie and Priscilla. Oh, interesting. Uh, it was usually uh, Austin Butler and Lisa Marie that were paired together for like Access Hollywood and E.T. and all that stuff. Uh, I'm just going through the card catalog of my mind, and I'm sure Phil Jones and in his infinite wisdom will pull something up to prove me wrong. But um, 
I don't remember a single interview publicizing Elvis that that included those two together, which you would think hmm. there would be. Yeah. But you, you know what I mean? They were either alone. Now, they were at the Globes together, but, you know, you can put it. Yeah. But but, you know, you can put on a happy face for an, an award show. My point is there weren't a lot of opportunities lately where you've seen them together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, in this people story, friends say that Lisa Marie resented that her mother Priscilla sided with her ex-husband Michael during their long custody battle, and that those tensions trickled down to Lisa Marie's daughter Riley, who has a different father. Uh, she, what that Michael was her stepdad. The source adds that Riley was always on her mom's side when it came to Michael, and it bothered her that her grandmother and Michael flew to the funeral together. And now Priscilla and Riley are barely speaking. This, according to multiple sources, says a Presley family insider. They do not see eye to eye. Ah, uh, family. Mm. Yeah. Family and money. This yeah. is all making more sense, isn't Friends. it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Sad. And, yeah, sad. So you can read more about that in the latest issue of People magazine. Madonna's got a new boyfriend. Yeah. And they're smooching on Instagram stories. So uh, allegedly, supposedly, Madonna is hanging out with a new boyfriend. His name is Josh Popper. He's a boxer. She was spotted cheering him on at a match in New York City this week. And she went to Instagram stories to make it official. They're uh, kissing each other, wearing face masks, as one does. (laughs) They're towing that line. Yeah. (laughs) Madonna. Yeah. Get it, girl. Get it. Yeah. Go and get it. Get it. Going below the belt. Oh, oh my Lord. goodness. She said it. <laughs> well, you know what? Hey, if you're just having fun, you're busy prepping for your world tour. And as we said in a dirt alert update, you know what? We're going to, hey, maybe we'll see Josh when he comes to town on July 30th. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Because remember, July 31st, <laughs> we're calling in Madonna. We're That's calling, right, calling in Madonna. In Madonna. Uh-huh. And B. Yep. Arthur's still in denial about that, but uh, we've got time. <laughs> we have time. For more of these stories, go to mytalk1071.com. What does it mean when I say I'm pulling a Christian Bale? Uh, you'll find out. Lex has that next. And now on Jason and Alexis in the morning, a message from our sponsor from like the 70s or 80s. Squeeze those lemons, chop those herbs. This has been a Jason and Alexis classic commercial. We now return you to our regularly scheduled mediocre radio show. The revolutionary chicken and shrimp combo. No restaurant before Sizzler ever thought to put on one plate chicken and shrimp together. Whoa! No. Revelatory. (laughs) Life-changing. Chicken and shrimp forever. Together at last. That's right. (laughs) I wonder what they thought when they saw a turducken. Uh Uh-huh. Seriously. Welcome back to the show. Jason and Alexis in the morning, right here on My Talk Everything Entertainment. I'm Jace with Lex and Holly Roberts. Sounded like James Brown there in the hot tub. In the hot tub. Too hot for the hot tub. Hot, hot.
Uh, when I say I'm pulling a Christian Bale, yeah. um, what do I mean, Lex? Why, why is this coming back up? Well, you know, Christian Bale, uh-huh. he's such a method actor that sometimes, and I, maybe we can't even blame it on that because there are a lot of other method actors that do not uh, have tantrums on set. But mm-hmm. we do know Christian Bale has blown up at behind the scenes, other actors, while working on projects. And uh, Hugh Grant, of course, knows this. Um, he <laughs> is filming <laughs> Dungeons and Dragons, Honor Among Thieves. And uh, he was, you know, doing some press for the movie and says that he did a Christian bail, meaning that he lost his temper on day one. He said there was a woman in his eyeline on day one that. She ended up being an executive from the studio, so he should have known better. But even though that's a whole nother thing, she should be nice to everybody. But okay. He says it turns out that uh, she's actually a really nice woman and she was a chaperone of a young girl. He said it was terrible, a lot of groveling. I did a Christian bail. Oh. So if you hear that, that was what that means. But, uh, you know, it's also Hugh Grant. We have to remember that he is known for having tantrums. Yeah. So maybe we should be saying I did a Hugh Grant. Oh. Do you guys remember on The Daily Show, he was banned when Jon Stewart was hosting? This was like 2009. He said that... Snowmageddon. He had a, yeah, Snowmageddon. Never forget. <laughs> Way Never back forget. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> He's a Snowmageddon of tantrums. <laughs> he had a tantrum backstage. And she says, look, I have mega tantrums once every year. And unfortunately, Jon Stewart witnessed it, but then he kicked him off the show. Yeah, Jon Stewart called Hugh Grant a big pain in the... Mm. Yeah. Why do I not remember this? <sighs> well, we were, remember. we were in the midst of Snowmageddon. That's yeah, right. Again, you were busy. <laughs> we were busy. You were busy with Snowmageddon yeah. 2009. Jon Stewart <laughs> called Hugh Grant a big pain in the... Mm. And that he would never have Grant back on The Daily Show. Oh. And then he revealed in a Q&A that Jon Stewart was like, and we've had dictators on the show. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. It was See? bad. Oh, I, why? Okay. Yeah. Well, now I do know that his co-stars, like Julia Roberts, they did not get along oh, at all right. making Notting Hill. A lot of his co-stars have not got Julianne Moore um, mm-hmm. several of them have been very uh, politely vocal about him being a pill and mm, not yeah. easy to, yeah. And he does, like, when you look at him, he just seems like a very like happy-go-lucky guy. Uh-huh. Kind of charming. Maybe it's the accent. Maybe. But, yeah, not the, not that ca- not the case. Nope. Yeah. Mm-mm. Okay. Remember he was caught with the stripper, too? Yeah. The prostitute? The hook, uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Launched, launched Jay Leno's career. Uh, <laughs> well, save the Tonight Show yeah, with Jay Leno. Right. Uh, might be Divine Brown. I think it is Divine. Yeah, yep, yeah. that's her name. Yep. Yeah, I got to give it to Jay. Leno had the best first question of any guest on Late Night. What the hell were you thinking? <laughs> yeah. What the hell were you thinking? That was literally Jay Leno for you youngins out there. Oh. Uh, he, uh, Jay Leno was getting his ass handed to him by David Letterman. And mm-hmm. Leno was a uh, number two when they were right. Well, this is 95. Letterman had been number one. Oh, forever uh, and ever. Uh, yeah, for several years when he went, went over to CBS. 
And Jay Leno had Hugh Grant on right after the scandal. And after that show, Jay was number one and never relinquished that title. Here's a little bit of that interview Mm. from 1995. What the hell were you thinking? I don't say that. I don't say that to be glib, but I think among most people going. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, it's 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 not easy. Um, you know, I, the thing is, um, I, I, people give me tons of um, ideas on this one. I keep reading new, you know, psychological theories and stuff like that. Uh, you know, I was under pressure. I was overtired, or I was lonely, or I fell down the stairs when I was a child, or whatever. Um, <laughs> But I, um, you know, I, I think it would that would be you know, bollocks, really, to, to hide behind a, right. uh, something like that. You know, you, I think you know in life uh, pretty much what's a good thing to do and what's a, b- a bad thing. And um, I did a bad thing, and there you have it. <laughs> you yeah, know what? It, it's honest. also it's also kind of a masterclass at how you uh, you handle yeah not doing an apology tour, but doing what what Hugh did, uh, making you know owning it. You know, unless you're murdering someone, you can yeah. make a joke. He he made himself the butt of the joke. Yep. He and and that squashed that story and was quickly forgotten. Um, yeah, look, he's still working because he's in of Dungeons how, and Dragons. Well, yeah, because how he handled it right there. You know, he quickly went on Leno mm-hmm. and laughed at himself, and America likes that. And owned it, yeah. And boom. Leno was number one, and Hugh Grant went on to make Notting Hill. So everybody, everybody, yes. everybody wins. Just a boy, <laughs> just a girl looking at a boy, asking him to love, love her. her. Uh huh. Yep. Oh, we're gonna see Dungeons and Dragons, guys. That's coming out next or well, later this year. I'd rather on put a hot thieves. some more on my private. <laughs> Well, my Hollywood boyfriend, Chris Pine, is in it. Yeah, well, that's why I was. That was my next question for you, Holly. Yeah, yeah. Hollywood boyfriend, Chris Pine, is in it. Look, if I can watch Wonder Woman 1984, <laughs> only to see okay, Chris Pine point. in a good fanny point, pack. Holly. That is the only reason why D&D, I watch this movie. You're right, Holly. Here I come. Yeah, I'm ready. Well, and Reggie John Page. Right, that you know, was the next he's one. Yep, trying to be a movie star. Bless his heart. Left Bridgerton after season one. Pulled a David Caruso, mm-hmm. and he has not become the matinee idol he thought he was going to be. But maybe he'll do a good job in this movie. Yeah, I'll maybe. Yeah, I'm not going to see it, but sure. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about it. Oh, God, I'll go think no. about it. Yeah. No, again. I'd rather put a hot, melty s'mores on my privates. <laughs> I'm not, no. Well, because no, no, Dungeons no, no. and Dragons, that has always fascinated me. I have a cousin who plays, and I just haven't... I, I, I'm I, curious. Okay. You're creating a world and a story, and, you know, you're having fun together. At least it appears that way. Okay. So, yeah. Well, you let you let us know how that movie is. Though. All right, do yeah. Holly, we might... We'll, we'll think about it. <laughs> yeah, let us... Let us know how that goes. Cause, right. uh, no, I'm a hard no on that one. <laughs> You're gonna do a Christian Bale. I'm gonna do. <laughs> I'm gonna do a Christian Bale. I I'm not going to that. I I I will I will no. I'm a hard pass. A very hard pass. Um, when we uh, come back, Holly has the story of a barf performance. Oh, shout uh, out to Patty Labelle, honey. 
That's right. Ooh, uh, yeah. What do we mean? You're going to find out. Come on, uh, Maggie! you got to do full swing, too, Jace. The news what? about that. Yeah, we have to do full swing. Yeah. Oh, full swing. Yeah. Yeah. Can we, can we do full swing? Because the Patty LaBelle story. We need time. We, we can get to that tomorrow. Let's do that. Let's okay. save that for tomorrow. So tune in tomorrow. Ooh, uh, deep tease. I like. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, Holly, I want to hear the Oscar movies by Matt. Well, Let's do those two tomorrow. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Coming up next, full swing. Thank you for reminding me. Horrible memory. 48's kicking in. We'll be right back. An <laughs> uh, unexpected show we've been loving lately and uh, is the full swing. I'm not going to put the the in there. Full swing on Netflix. It's the yeah. show, the docu-series following the selected players from the PGA Tour. Some you recognize. Some, if you're like me and you're not versed in the world of golf, uh, they're new to you. And it just, the, the news that have, that's come out in the last 24 hours is the numbers are great on it. Netflix loves it. The buzz is good. And they just renewed it for season two. Ooh. I was wondering if that was the news. So it is coming back. It okay. is coming back. I need to revisit. I watched the first episode and did not like it. Okay. Uh, I beg of you. And I'm not, yeah. look, I don't have a dog. I don't have a ball on this course. Mm. I don't have a, 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 a horse in this race. Right, right, right. But I think if you keep going. Yeah. And I think I've worked with you long enough to know that if you keep going, you will find a story. You will find one of these players that will captivate you. Yes. Because each episode kind of follows a different person. Okay. On the tour. But there is the thread that connects all of these episodes. It's kind of like the cloud. Yeah. Uh, like a dark. It's kind of like a oh, Sauron. Uh, it's like the it's like the one eye of Sauron uh, over Lord of the Rings. Um, <laughs> yeah. Mordor. Uh, and that is the live tour. The Saudi backed golf yes. tour. That wants to take away, wants to take players off the, from the PGA. They're offering them, throwing oh. them money uh, yeah. to go Nicholson to switch to them. Oh, yep. Well, he sure did. Anyway, there. Uh, I watched several more episodes. I'm even more in love with the show. Oh, good. So I, I'm going to give it a three-taste try for sure. How deep are you into this first season now, Jace? You almost done? Season f- uh, episode five. Okay. Episode four or five. And the last one that I watched uh, focused on young Matt Fitzpatrick. Um, he's from uh, Britain. Uh, he's from UK, the UK, and he's slight. You know, he's kind of a smaller guy. And if you didn't follow the PGA Tour last year, you don't know how the story ends. And I'm not going to ruin it for you because I don't know how it ended. And it was delightful. But, uh, you know, people kind of look at him and like, well, you know, you're not a even in golf, bigger's better. You know, more power on the swing, more if you're a bigger guy, if you're a taller guy, you're taller. There's more swing behind you, more power behind the swing. Typically, that matters. Well, Matt Fitzpatrick um, makes up for it in hard-ass work, and you just root for this kid. He's not a kid anymore. He's an adult, but yeah. um, he won the amateur, uh, uh, amateur contest years ago, and it's just his story's really great. It kind of captivated me. Um, and nice. again, this ongoing thread of the live drama Ooh, is yeah. keeping me going too. And you re and in this, the current episode that I watched, one of the big players, I'm not going to say who just announced in this episode that he's, he's uh, joining live. 
and the PGA Tour kicked him off. Look, it is hard to, well, as I was watching at least the little bits that we got from the first episode, uh, not to put yourself in their shoes and wonder, what would I do? Mm-hmm. Oh. Um, because especially if you're like an older golfer and they're offering you th- three-digit million dollars to come over. Yeah, if they're get- offering you nine figures. Yes. You know, for example, let's just throw that number out there. And you'll be able to secure that purse regardless of your performance. It is just you showing up. Yeah. So, And then, you know, you're hustling on the PGA Tour and you're not really making a lot of money and you've got bills to pay. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah. And we, uh, Colin and I had a marital disagreement. Uh, mm. We were on two sides of this. Um, now, I... I I, I'll wait to tell how it all ends when the season ends, and I'll give you a wrap up. Yeah. Uh, but th- there's a debate, you know, and there's um, it's kind of like am I the asshat? You got to kind of, you know, do you? It's do you what Holly just said. How do you, you know, you don't like the human rights record that the that Saudi Arabia has and their atrocities uh, against gay folks? And as a member of that community, it strikes you know a different note with me. Um, but then again. You think to your, then I think about what I said a couple weeks ago with cancel culture and this purest, this era of uh, this purest thinking. Uh, if you're, you know, you're not, you're going to cancel X, Y, and Z, but you're, you're okay with different a- other aspects of your life. Um, you're okay supporting other companies, but you're going to, you know, put your flag down on, I don't know. I'm, I don't well, there's know there's financial example. considerations. There's ethical yes. considerations. There, it, this is this is multi layered, and that's that's where sports gets fascinating. At least for me, because I'm not like I'm watching the game. I mean, I do yeah, sometimes, right, and you know, an exciting an exciting match is an exciting match. Mm-hmm. But it's the the socio political economic uh, machinations of sports that is very very fascinating, and and so then in watching full swing. You can get into that part of the story, mm-hmm. even if you're not personally invested. I don't know. What do they got? A bogey? What's a bogey? I think it's one or two under par. Well, I, I don't even know is, what yeah. that means. What does that mean? Par is like they'll take each hole and say <laughs> that it should take you three hits to get it in the hole. Oh, so That's par. So it's average. Look, my my golfing, again, the mini golf course course in San Jose. California <laughs> that had the Tower of London and the Pagoda that you could get a hole in one and you could get pizza afterwards. <laughs> that is yes, I'm with you. My relationship <laughs> yeah. with golf. Oh, bogey is <laughs> one over par. That's what a bogey is. Sorry, oh, I was going the other way. So the other well. one's like eagle and yeah. No, but, but Holly, you're absolutely right. There is a player, and again, I'm a spoiler. I'm not going to say whom. There is a player in a confessional that said, "Look, yeah. Liv is going to pay me more money, and I'm going to work less." And anybody that wouldn't take that offer is stupid. Now, I'm almost quoting him exactly. And that was the line, because I will admit, I am the one between Colin and I, I was the one that really questioned this guy because I don't like the record of Saudi Arabia. I don't think any reasonable person would, you know, but Mm -hmm. I was really questioning. I wanted to make this player out to be the bad guy. But the moment he said that... I had to stop and think, and then I had to think of my own words. You know what I mean? I, I, I what am I okay with? And, and does my family come first? You know, do I want Colin set up for life and then our non-existent kids and then our non-existent grandchildren and generational wealth? You know, do I? 
I got to think of my family. And that's what this guy said, too. He's like, I got to think of my family and my kids and my grandkids. Well, I do so love that hard. they go through the process of him deciding. That's fascinating. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, that's what I'm telling you, Lex. I think yeah. if you give it the old Alexis Thompson. Yeah. Yep. Three, give it a bogey. Three times, baby. <laughs> give it a, yeah, give, give it, it a, a, give it a uh, what would that three, be? So bogey's one, th- double bogey, triple bogey. Or give it a three under, I don't know, a parfait. I don't know. Give it, give <laughs> yeah, it, three under parfait. <laughs> yeah. Three under parfait. Give it, the birdie is one, eagle is two. Oh my god! And I'm then so we got exhausted. the yeah. The falcon. Three is the falcon. Yeah. Falcon. Give it a yeah. three falcon try. Yeah. Uh-huh. Also, give it a great horned owl while you're at it. That's right. Yeah. Full swing on Netflix. Let us know. Join the conversation. What would you do? You know, would you? Would you work with the Saudis for nine digits? I don't know. Anyway. Yeah, that's a. Oof. It's yeah. That's why the show's yeah, good. It is. Watch yep. it right now on Netflix. That's going to do it for us because this show's over. Yeah. That's right. If you're listening and you're a kid that's being bullied, go out there and be yourself because nobody can tell you're doing it wrong. Right, Lex? That's right, Jace. That's a hole-in-one statement right there, <laughs> baby. You be you. Have a fantastic day, everyone. We love you so much. Donna and Steve experience up next, and we'll talk tomorrow. Bye for now.